Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. woman took off her mask and shakily stood to make her way towards the toilets, I stood up too. The window seat woman followed. Ordinarily, I would have felt irritated, but I didn't with this woman. She didn't seem needy or searching with her stories. She didn't seem to expect anything from me. I could have been anyone. She would have told the same stories to whoever was sat beside her. We queued together at the end of the aisle while the people in the toilets took what seemed like a very long time. Window seat woman looked at me incredulously. Funny how some people take so long. Just like life, isn't it? Then she looked fixedly at me and said, About 40 years ago, my brother, not the cross-dressed one, the other one, was flying over Saudi Arabia and the plane got hijacked. It was in the days when it was very easy to hijack a plane. The hijackers made the pilots land in a desert. The thought crossed my mind then that the woman could be lying at least exaggerating. They had to stay there for two days until they were rescued. My brother was fine in the end and no one was killed, but he came back to us very much older. She gave a strange, sad laugh. And later on, he ended up dying of AIDS. What a mystery. A toilet door finally opened and she went in while I stayed waiting in the aisle. I thought about the woman's brother, and about the young man lying silently on the couch in the psychoanalyst's office. It had taken Gross a long time to understand that all Anthony needed was not to feel alone. He didn't need to talk, but he wanted to fall asleep without fear, knowing that when he was gone, he stayed present and alive in the mind of another. Back in our seats, it wasn't long before the woman spoke again, and for the next 20 minutes, she told me that she'd once been a bikey in the Hells Angels, had probably been one of New Zealand's first female bikies, but had got in trouble with the police, so had to give it up. That she'd been thrown out of numerous nightclubs as a youngster because her skirt was too short. That once she went to an auction at Lyle Bay and her younger daughter had tripped over in front of her, and when she reached out to pick her up, she made a particular motion that made the auctioneer think she was bidding, and she ended up buying a big oak table. She told me that it was in Lower Hutt when her real life began because it was here that she realised she was a healer. What happened was this. A friend had arrived in Lower Hutt after a long flight, and he had hurt his elbow lifting a heavy suitcase. She had put her hands on his elbow to rub it and comfort him, and something happened as she did so. I felt this strange, powerful tingling in my hands and arms, and I thought I must be getting pins and needles. After a few moments, I had this strong feeling that my friend's elbow was better now. I took my hands away, and he said, Gosh, my elbow feels much better. I said to myself, 
I'm a healer. I'm a healer. She said that many years later, she ended up with her own healing practice in Zurich. Her husband earned all the money, so she didn't charge for her healing services. It was possible that she was recklessly inventing. Who easier to tell and imagine life to than a stranger on a plane, whom you'll likely never see again? The geography and timescale of her life was erratic. She had mentioned Invercargill, suburbs around Wellington, Paikokariki, all over Europe, all over Australia, and it was hard to figure out who she was without being able to connect her firmly to one particular place. The past seemed so vivid to her that it was also hard for me to grasp that some of the stories she was telling took place more than 40 years ago. I made my mind up to not decide there and then whether she was telling the truth. I wanted to stay open for as long as I could. I was wide awake when she said with resolve, Now, I'm going to tell you about you. She had not expressed any particular interest in me until this point, beyond asking me how old I was and what I did for a living. Opal Woman was having a close, whispered conversation with her daughter, who had come down the aisle again, holding a miniature hairbrush. You love your cat, the window seat woman said. You love your cat very much, and you love all animals. And then I realised that she must think she had psychic abilities, along with healing abilities. There was nothing to do but play along. I was trapped here. I told her she was right about the cat and the animals. You're very gentle, she went on. At your core, you were very gentle, though you can be spiky on the outside. How does one disagree? Isn't that the basic human condition? Where do you live? I'm seeing you living on the top of a hill, steep hill, and you're zipping about on the roads, very quick, very zippy. An explorer, she motioned with her hands. You're very like your mother, but you think she talks too much. Your father is a bit hazy to me. She frowned for a while. You have more of a connection with one of your brothers than the other one, perhaps. Then she shook her head. I could go on and on, but it wouldn't do either of us any good. She laughed and said, I will just say, I don't see any black marks ahead. Isn't that great? She peered at me. I also will just say, you need to clean your glasses. We spent some time in quiet. I tried to read my book again. Anthony had not died... In fact, after being told he might have two years left and that essentially he had no future, he had lived for a very long time. I now think that Anthony's silence has expressed different things at different times, Gross was saying. Sorrow, a desire to be close to me but stay separate, and a wish to stop time. Anthony was still alive at the chapter's close, and then I began a new chapter about a woman named Alice P., who was trying to grieve for a baby she had lost but wasn't able to. We were ten minutes from landing when the woman turned to me and said, I wanted to save this till the very end. I see some big changes ahead for you. Your life is going to go like that. She made a zigzaggy motion with her hand. Yes, you've spent so much time putting others first, and it's your turn now. She looked at me with such kindness that I put aside for a moment the knowledge that this is what psychics routinely tell their charges because this is what people want to hear. Everyone wants to feel chosen. Being told, it's your turn now, feels like being praised or needed or pursued. But then she said dryly, 
I don't suppose you've met the love of your life. I was flustered and felt a surge of annoyance. It was her knowingness and her flippancy. I told her, I'm not sure I believe in that expression, love of your life. But I feel that maybe I have, actually, back home. She said, well, let's see. You're at the perfect age. Women come right at your age. Men never really come right. I got really annoyed then. Maybe she would go on to ask someone else if they had found the love of their life, and that person would grow doubtful about all of their decisions and throw everything away. So I turned on my Kindle and read that Gross's sister had been to speak to a clairvoyant when she had lost her home and all her possessions in a brush fire in California in 2008. Gross's sister says that through the clairvoyant, she spoke to her and Gross's mother, who has been dead for more than 20 years. And Gross is surprised to find himself tearful. What did Mum say? We were descending quickly into Wellington now, and I could see the hills and houses taking on their familiar edges. The pilot had just announced that the local temperature was 12 degrees Celsius with a strong southerly, and a shriek had gone up from all the Queenslanders on board. I finished my book and found myself crying. Window seat woman murmured, Jerry must be missing you. Jerry's the name of my cat. She said, Is that his name, Jerry? He'll be glad to see you. I managed to say, Yes, yes it is. Even as I was shaking my head, at some point I must have said Jerry's name. I must have. But as I combed carefully back through our conversation, I was sure I hadn't. After we landed and were waiting for the seatbelt sign to turn off, she said to me, Do they still call Wellington the City of Angels? They always said that the angels helped planes to get down safely to the ground. I said, no, I was sure they'd never called it that. Then I helped her to pull her bag from the overhead compartment, and a few minutes later, she was swallowed by the steadily moving line of passengers ahead of me. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.